to these kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hello everyone, this is Zara. This week we'll be bringing you an update on the pandemic with the World Health Organization's findings on the origins of the virus and we'll be updating you on President Trump's impeachment trial. We'll also be talking about Internet Safety Day and the UAE celebrating its first Mars mission. Earlier this week, a team from the World Health Organization announced their results of their investigation of the origins of COVID-19. The investigation by the WHO team began in January. It began after many months of negotiations with the Chinese authorities, and the visit by the WHO team was closely monitored by the Chinese authorities. Wuhan, a city in the Hubei province of China, is the first place in the world that COVID-19 was detected in 2019. It is also home to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which was investigated as a potential source of the virus. The scientists at the Wuhan Institute of Virology were used to trapping bats, taking samples from them and carrying them back to the lab in Wuhan and had identified hundreds of new bat coronaviruses. The Chinese government have always dismissed the allegation of a virus leak from the Wuhan lab. This week, head of the WHO mission, Peter Ben Embro, said that it was extremely unlikely that the virus leaked from a lab in the city of Wuhan and that more work needed to identify the source of the virus. Mr Embrick said that the virus seems to have originated in bats, as originally thought, but it was probably transmitted to human via an unknown intermediate species, probably a dead or frozen animal food product. This idea needs a further investigation. Another member of the WHO team said that the focus on where the origins that led to COVID-19 would be shifted as China is a big place and there were supplies coming from a lot of countries to the seafood market that was linked to some of the first human cases of COVID-19. So the hunt for the origin of the virus continues. In other news about the pandemic, this week it was announced that a trial will begin at the end of February in the UK to test how well the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine works in children. Scientists will see how well the vaccine works in children aged between 6 and 17. One of the chief investigators on the Oxford vaccine trial, Andrew Pollard, said that most children were unlikely to become unwell with the virus, but it was important to test how the vaccine works in children, as some might benefit from having it. Hi, it's Rose here. Last week, we were following closely news reports covering Donald Trump's second impeachment trial taking place in America. Over the course of several days, the U.S. Senate heard both sides of the evidence in the trial, which centred around whether or not Donald Trump incited the violence, which resulted in rioters attacking the U.S. Capitol on the 6th of January, just a few days before the end of his presidential term. It was the first time a president has been impeached twice. Impeachment is a special process that allows Congress to charge the president with a crime. In this case, the House charged Mr. Trump with incitement of insurrection. So, 
What was behind all this? According to the BBC, on the 6th of January, thousands of Trump supporters gathered at a Save America rally, organised to challenge the results of last November's presidential election. They listened as Mr Trump spoke to them on the National Mall near the White House in Washington, D.C. In a 70-minute address, Mr Trump encouraged them to march on Congress, where politicians had met to certify Democrat Joe Biden's win. At the impeachment trial, Democratic prosecutors argued he stoked the crowd with false claims that the election was stolen and that the crowd then became angry and invaded the US Capitol. Mr Trump's lawyers denied his words amounted to incitement and said the Senate should not try a former president. In the end, whilst a majority of senators, 57 to 43, voted to convict Mr Trump. The result was 10 votes short of the 67 required for conviction and so Mr Trump was acquitted. After his acquittal, Mr Trump released a statement denouncing the trial as the greatest witch hunt in history. A conviction could have seen him barred from being elected as a politician in the future, but with the recent acquittal, he is now free to run again as president in 2024 if he wishes. Hello, this is Isa. Earlier this week, on the 9th of February, it was Safer Internet Day. Each year, Safer Internet Day aims to raise awareness of emerging online issues and current concerns. The day is all about giving young people the skills to support one another and offering advice for a safe and enjoyable online experience. This year, the theme of Safer Internet Day is to explore the internet's reliability in the online world. Sometimes, though it is hard to trust what you see on the internet, this week the UK Safer Internet Centre found that almost half of young people see misleading content every day and this sort of misinformation leaves children feeling annoyed, upset, angry, attacked or scared. Misleading content is content that is inaccurate, unreliable or not true and which can cause confusion and manipulate and influence people. The UK Safer Internet Centre said that by highlighting the issue it wants to give young people the skills to support one other and learn strategies to spot and speak out against harmful misleading content online. So here are some tips that the centre has given us to help stay safe online. You should question and think about the content you see online. If you see something that seems odd, do some more research. Use other websites or books to fact check information and check with your parents or a teacher if you are unsure. Treat everybody with respect online and if you see anything that worries you, tell an adult. Make a list of all the apps and websites that you know that have reliable information and check the lists with an adult. The internet is such an important tool for all of us, especially right now in the middle of a pandemic when so many children are distance learning that it is even more important that we all build the skill that we need to make the right decision when we use the internet. Hi, it's Laurie here. There was exciting news this week from the United Arab Emirates, who reported that the spacecraft it has sent to Mars last year had successfully entered the orbit and returned its first picture of the red planet. The spacecraft is called Hope. 
and had set off on its journey on July 2020. It had to take off then, because there's only a short time every two years when Earth and Mars are close together, because they orbit the Sun at different rates. Hope launched from Japan and took seven months to get to Mars, travelling at a cruising speed of 126,000 kilometres per hour. That's so fast! Now it's an orbit around Mars. It's expected that Hope will help scientists provide answers about the planet's atmosphere, climate and weather. It doesn't have any astronauts on board, however. The historic mission marked the Arab world's entry to the global space race and placed the UAE as the first Arab nation, the fifth in the world, to reach Mars. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.